We all get bogged down with the mundane tasks of life, especially this time of year. But isn't it time you take a break from your normal, boring routine? Don't just sit on the sidelines and watch life go by. Get in the game with the bold, tropical lime flavor of Mountain Dew Baja Blast. You can be having a blast anywhere. Having a blast at work? Having a blast in traffic? Having a blast while you file your taxes? No, really. We mean it when we say anywhere. With Baja Blast now in stores everywhere, you can be having a blast whenever and wherever you are all year long. So what are you waiting for? Pick up an ice cold Baja Blast today at a store near you. And for a limited time, with every purchase of Baja Blast in stores and at participating Taco Bell locations, you can collect coins for a chance to get Baja gear or a Taco Bell deal. This swag is available for a limited time only. So don't wait. Grab a Baja Blast and start having a blast right away. No purchase necessary. Open to U.S. residents 18 plus subject to official rules at BajaBlast.com and 615.24. Void where prohibited. You will Yeah, yeah, They want to know. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And I actually, I actually yeah, I gasped. I, I gasped and then I texted Lindsay because <laughs> the news popped up on my feed and I couldn't believe it. Breaking news, Ryan Seacrest steps down from hosting Live with Kelly Ripa. I didn't gasp at that. I gasped at the... The stepping up. Ryan Seacrest, this is from the Daily Mail. Ryan Seacrest has announced he is stepping down from his hosting role on Live with Kelly and Ryan. Seacrest 48 will stay on the ABC show until the spring. He will be replaced by Ripa's actor husband, Mark Consuelos. These two will not be seeing their whatever anniversary. The number of FTC violations we are about to see. <laughs> it will be amazing TV. They might have sex on live TV, but we will not they might be kill seeing... each other. Like... They're definitely going to fuck each other. First of all, I am shocked. Somebody who has been on morning TV as long as Kelly Ripa would let this happen. There must be some sort of pact with the devil. Mark is like, you better let me on TV or like we're done. You know what I mean? There, mm -hmm. There is just no way that this is a good idea for their relationship. It's a great idea for my relationship with the show. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch it. It's so hard to watch this show. I'm sorry. It's on at the worst possible time. It is. The last it thing is. I want to be doing it at is. that time is watching television, but it I is. will watch. What do you even, right, like how do you even access it? <laughs> a millennial can't even access it. <laughs> like if you're a millennial, you like can't even do it. It doesn't let you. Well, I'm just like, who's watching TV at this time? And it's like, I am. I'm just watching a different kind of darkness. It's like you are, but you're watching last night's dregs. Yeah, you're not watching like yes. Kelly Ripa's like take on the morning news, you know? Exactly. This quote, so I was like, oh, I wonder if he did anything because he's always seemed like sort of like people have been trying to, I mean this quite broadly, people have been trying to like take Ryan Seacrest down for as long as he's been up and it never works. For 20 years, it never, ever, 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 ever works. So they think that he's going to like come up and fill in sometimes, but it sounds like he's just straight up leaving New York City. He wants to move. Okay. I assume that things like this, if there's not obvious hostility or animosity, then it really is as simple as, I don't want to do this anymore. Ryan's energy, passion, and love for entertainment is one of a kind. That's mm -hmm. the most, like, broad, funny thing to say about someone. And I feel like if there was, like, underground, he's about to get canceled Animosity stuff, or whatever. You, you would, yeah, you wouldn't have seen the sort of 
instant groundswell from other celebrities who were like, you're a true gem, you're number one. Like, Tamron Hall was already locked and loaded, like, you're a king. Well, there has been accusations, right, against Ryan. Oh, of course. Yeah. He was accused of sexual harassment during Me Too, but then, like, everyone came to his defense, like, instantly. Right. I think it has nothing to do with something that he did. It really seems like he's just like, I'm done. I don't want to be in New York anymore. And the schedule does seem grueling. I don't know. No, it sounds aw- it sounds absolutely awful. No, it, it sounds terrible. But he's always the one who could stand all of this. Like the 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 grueling because ske- he had a radio show. He had this. He's he the had busiest that. guy like, in show business. Right, he's so the busiest guy in show business. That right, sure. But maybe it just was like it, it kind of weirdly, it's so boring, but it just makes total sense. Like he wants to live in LA. Like he can't do that's the one thing you can't do when you live in LA is have a morning show in New York. Like you just can't. <laughs> And it's her show, number one, and she wants to be in New York, and that's where her family is. And there's no, like, there's no split screen that's going to solve this problem. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know? Even if you leave the marriage out of it, like, Mark Consuelos is an actor. He's a TV guy. He's done this sort of, like, hosting gig before. He's a good pick. I'm just saying, like, they better put a warning on screen every time you switch to that channel because your TV might explode. You know, like... (laughs) But I'm just saying, like... He's talented, sure, but this guy didn't get the job because he's talented. He got the job because it's his wife and they have chemistry. And the viewers have years and years and years of stories about this guy as told by her. So it's like every morning Mm -hmm. you're going to get like, Mm -hmm. Mark was crazy this morning. He left the coffee on and the pot and it burnt or whatever. You're crazy, Mark. Or like whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My sexy husband, Mark. (laughs) I'm getting very... um. Billy Bob Thornton, uh, we fucked on the car on the way here with Angelina <laughs> Jolie, but like every morning with these two. Wow. <laughs> do you know how early they two. would have to fuck though? Like think about that. Like if they fucked in the car on the way to work, they're fucking at four in the morning. Like God bless they're them. They're fucking at like, 3.30. Yeah. That's like no one is fucking at 3.30 a.m. Like that's crazy. <laughs> no fucking after chewing food. That's her. Yeah. That's you got to. You got to fuck before chewing food. Before chewing food. They fuck in the car on the way there and then she's handed her (laughs) chewing food. Then the show starts. Chewing food. A little bit of Vemi breaking news for you. I guess Mark Consuelos is like kind of Mark Consuelos is a who. I'm sorry. It's true. You're right. It's so true. Mark Rippa might be a them. (laughs) (laughs) God, that's going to be a crazy show. I can't wait to watch it twice and never again. God, that'd be such a great stunt. If he changed his name to Mark Rippa for the sake of the show. It should be Kelly Rippa and Mark. <laughs> like, that's what it should be. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're listening to Who's There, our weekly call-in show where we take your questions, comments, and concerns at 619-WHO-THEM. Let's listen to comments. How about that? Hi. I just had to pause the pod and call um, because as a lesbian, as an American lesbian who is a listener of Who Weekly... I do not like Mackenzie Davis. In fact, I hate her. I not only hate her as in I don't find her attractive, I hate her as a person. I find her annoying. Um, So you're wrong, Bobby. I mean, and every lesbian I'm friends with, which is most of my friends, do not know who she is. So maybe millennial lesbians know who she is, but Gen Z lesbians do not care. And do not support. All right. Crunch, crunch. Um, me, not in Mackenzie Davis's DM. All right. Bye. We had 
lesbians call in and say they hated her, disliked her, lesbians liked her, but that's definitely the best call. I got text from lesbians saying that they that they love her. Oh, I got a text from lesbians saying they loved her. Okay, so I feel like that lesbian and her friends, they're in the minority. I should have said American millennial lesbians because I feel like the Gen Z lesbians, if this lesbian is any indicator, really don't like her or as she said, don't know her. We got some tweets being like, I am a lesbian and I love Mackenzie Davis. Like, I think that's a 99.9% truth. But I'm glad you found the one lesbian in the whole world who's like, me and my friends, we don't even think she's attractive. <laughs> <laughs> and most of my lesbian friends don't even know who she is. And they don't even is. know her. I hate her and my friends don't even know her. <laughs> love that. Okay, next call. Thank God. Also, don't forget, if you can't call 619-who-them to leave questions, comments, and concerns because you're international or whatever. Or whatever. You can just email a voice note to what's Rita up to at gmail.com yes. like a lot of people do when they're not in the United States. Hi, Who Weekly. Long time listener, first time caller. I'm calling because I think I've got to the bottom of your Dr. Forster conundrum. Um, I think it's a bad pun on the TV show Dr. Foster, which was a BBC One psychodrama with a detective in it, I think. I never watched it. Um, And it's also a pun on the made-up British word for, as in, um, wow, you're fit. Um, Nobody actually says it in real life here. It's it's mainly exists in tabloids. Um, And as some insight, I have previously worked for several British tabloids, unfortunately, as an online writer. Not my favourite jobs, um, but part of what you do as an online writer is write a kicker, which is the silly pun or phrase that goes before a headline. Um, And you have to churn out so many stories in your shift that sometimes you need to get creative and things don't make sense. I think that's what's happened here because I, I, don't, I can't think why else Dr. Forster would be stuck on as a kicker. So I hope that insight helps. It just still doesn't make sense, but I hope you can sleep at night now. Um, anyway, thanks for the show. Enjoy it as always. Uh, crunch, crunch. Good form, Bellathon. To be very clear... Now that you've explained it, I think it's fantastic. I just want, I just love that. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> yes, I, now that I understand the two references put together, I think it's good. And also, the other thing is like, what I love about, you know, the world is that you thought you spoke the same language as the people in the UK. This is two references that I could never figure out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're telling me a BBC show I've never heard of called Dr. Foster mixed with a slang word for that I've never heard of. Like, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm a pretty expert Googler. Like, I could pretty much find the answer to anything if I Google long enough. I couldn't have done this. No, I just, it's like, if you know, you know, and if you You don't, you don't. And I just love that, like, this was, like, for them and not for us. And, like, now we know. And I'm like, great. Love to learn. Mm -hmm. You know what? Let's just move on to questions. First time, long time. Um, hi, Bobby, Lindsay, Timmy. I'm calling because Gay Shetty is all over my Instagram and TikTok feeds and seems to be on every podcast this week, and I am so confused. Also, he now has a smoothie at Erwan, which I thought was only for them like Bella Hadid and Hailey Bieber. So I have a few questions. One, is Gay Shetty a them now? I thought he was just a guy in my call map who I sometimes listen to meditations from. Two, why is he calling his smoothie his love potion? 
I'm finding that incredibly ick. And why is he raising money for Selena Gomez with charity with this movie? Like, is mental health influencing a them move now? I'm so confused. Please clarify. French French, Tentibo lesbian. Okay, before we even get into this, I want you to read Mm -hmm. what this man has as his bio on his Instagram because I would argue, like, they make you even more confused about what he does. Like, nothing (laughs) actually set, nothing actually clarifies, you know? Jay Shetty, 12.7 million followers on Instagram. Okay. Author, purpose coach, former monk. (laughs) Only one of those things is a thing, right? Author. Okay, so, so far, out of all these things. You're saying former monk can't be one of your descriptions? No, you're either a monk or you're not a monk. Former monk is not a thing. Purpose coach, not a thing. Author. Okay, a book. He wrote a book. Keep going. He wrote a book called Think Like a Monk. Number one New York Times bestselling author podcast on purpose okay he has a podcast fine that's a thing called on purpose chief purpose officer at calm not a job not a job not a job (laughs) sorry not a job and then the on purpose podcast right okay uh finger pointing down as in link below which links to the podcast Uh uh-huh i do like the name of the podcast i have to say because i like the double the double meaning is kind of nice you know on purpose it's a nice podcast name yeah okay but but this guy's a scammer, right? <laughs> Come on. You see, I just, I just, I, I mean scammer. scammer in the Glennon Doyle sense. You know, like, I, I mean scammer in the sort of, you're an inspirational speaker, essentially. It's, 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 he's, he's transcended TED Talk. You're saying not actively scamming. No, he seems like a good guy, too. Uh, okay, now you're just fully going in the other direction. You're just, but mm. you're saying kind of like a self-help monster a little bit. A self-help monster who has found a way to make money every second of his waking life. You know, like never stops talking and basically says the same thing over and over again. And has, I think most importantly, in the Hollywood medium sense, figured out that a key to becoming more famous more quickly, although it's like, it's not like this is easy by any means. So he must have a lot going for him and, and that respect, is aligning yourself with celebrities. Celebrities love him. Right. If celebrities love you, you're golden, you know, and celebrities love him. It sounds like one of those um, chum box headlines that you see, like, like trash halfway down an article. Celebrities love him. And that's like a really <laughs> zoomed in photo of his ear, you know? <laughs> yes. Okay. I know what you mean. Good headline here. I got to read this headline. It's an amazing headline. Daily Mail. I dropped out of business school to spend three years living as a monk in India. I couldn't even do small talk when I left, but then I officiated JLo's wedding. <laughs> and then at Us Weekly, Jay Shetty was afraid he would sob while officiating Ben Affleck's wedding. God, can you imagine Ben Affleck meeting this man and learning he's going to have to officiate his wedding? Ben's like, I don't care who does it. I don't care. Oh my God, my accent. I don't, I don't care. Wait, what is this? I don't know. That was You're kind disrespecting of like a, your cousins. I don't. not my cousin i just can imagine ben affleck like meeting this man and j-lo being like oh he's so great like he's gonna officiate our wedding and ben's like i don't care okay he's so amazing so jay shetty is a this guy he's from london he wanted to go to business school his short bio which is the lead of every single story about him is that he is from a family in london he's at business school getting a degree in behavioral science which like 
honestly says so much more than people are willing to acknowledge. Anyway, at some point he decides, you know, like, I want to become a monk. He meets this monk who inspires him and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. mindful living speaks to right. him. And so he moves to India and he lives with these monks for three years. And then he decides like, this isn't for me. I think actually. Not to be rude, but like only three years. Yeah. Some of these guys, they do it their whole lives, you know, like he did it for three years. I haven't read his book, but I think a lot of it was like, even the monks were like, I don't think this is right for you. Like, we respect you. We like you, but like, like you go back home. Here. So he moves back yeah. home to London and he's like, I didn't know what to do. Then he realized that he can, you know, take what he learned living with the monks to become an inspirational self-help person. Sure, sure, and yes. It, and one of the, the factors that I think ballooned his success really quickly is... Ariana Huffington. Oh. She's so effective in kind of raising up a mm -hmm. personality type in a weird way. Like yep. a like a representation of like a mode, a modality or something. Like sleep yeah. person. Yeah, I mean, because for a long time, and maybe arguably still now, but at least eight, nine years ago, if you had Ariana Huffington's seal of approval you had kind of a key to everyone in the media in New York City, you know? Yeah. This time frame is from, which I'm sure you'll remember too, this is from the era of Facebook throwing a bunch of money at Facebook Watch, trying to get every media publication totally. to spend money on video. And Ariana Huffington said, I'm going all in on Jay Shetty when it comes right. to Huffington Post video. That makes so much sense. That was like so clarifying to me. I was like, okay, I understand why I got famous. Number one, he's talented. He's really cute. He has a great voice, which is also why he's on Calm, the Calm app, mm. like helping you go to sleep and meditate because he has like but, a really lovely but voice. But more importantly, he came up in this era where video was nonstop and it was just mm -hmm. produced constantly and with and honestly with a lot of money invested in it. So he's yep. in all these videos that are produced that are getting by, served to yeah. people because Facebook has Facebook right. wants these companies right. to see the results, the fruits of their labor. He's a Facebook celebrity, kind of. At the very least, he got famous doing a thing that tends to go viral on Facebook. Sure, it was it was YouTube. Also, he had his own YouTube channel. Then he started getting more fans because of Huffington Post. He like led their lifestyle. Um, vertical for a while like he was just doing HuffPo for a while I'll play a clip here like here's one of his first Huffington Post videos he, it was a series called like Street Philosophy when I was in my teens I heard a fascinating quote from Jim Carrey and he said everyone should become rich and famous and do everything they dreamed of just to see that it's not the answer and what did he mean by that he meant that actually what we're searching for is not out there but it's inside and therefore happiness is actually an inside job there really is, though, a kind of very interesting route that a lot of self-help writers take where you kind of – it wears the spark to where they kind of become famous. It kind of happens mm -hmm. not randomly but all at once. Like there really are a lot of kind of like quote-unquote famous names in the self-help world. Like these books sell based on these people's names. And they're not, yeah. a lot of times they're not people that you may have heard of if you're not like a reader of that genre, right? Uh, What's Her Face, yeah. who you brought up, is like a really interesting example of Glennon. kind of a, like a crossover person who I don't really read that genre as much, but I can never stop hearing about that woman, you know? Yeah. And also, guess what she has too? A podcast. Yeah, I think that's crucial in this day and age. If you want to be a if you want to be Truly. a self help person, you have to have a book and a podcast. And Truly. he has both, but he has a lot more now. And again, the celebrity friends. Because normally you might have a show, but now he has a podcast, yeah. and it's a lot easier to book 
celebrities for a podcast than a TV show for many reasons. Like, you know, for as obvious as it sounds, I feel like it's just easier. And so he can easily do this on the go and have these huge celebrities that he's offered. He's married. He's he's uh, <laughs> done their weddings, et cetera, et cetera, on his show. And celebrities love surrounding themselves with people, with thinkers like this, who are going to tell them that everything they've earned is valid, everything they've done is okay, and that if they're mindful and they respect all of their wealth and excess, then it's okay. Like, it makes sense that celebrities love people like Glennon and Jay. And if you thought it was a big deal that he officiated J-Lo and Ben Affleck's wedding, hold on to your butts because he also officiated Lily Collins' wedding to Charlie McDowell in wow. September of 2021. <laughs> wow. Okay? Not that. But don't you think it's also like, I get that they love him. He's probably somebody who makes everyone feel like they're his, his their, he's their best friend, which I think is Number an amazing quality of, of people. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, like, you know, when you meet someone and you're like, wow, you actually, everyone who knows you thinks they're your best friend. Like, that's a very yep. good quality mm -hmm. and skill. But I also think it's something, it's a little bit of virtue signaling, like being near this guy, like attaching yourself to him as a celebrity, like reflects well on you and your your kind of intentions and your kind of reputation, mm -hmm. right? So it's in that mm -hmm. way, you're showing others that you're like an enlightened person because you have a connection to this guy, right? Totally. But this guy is really talented and like was at the right place, right time, combined with his actual like background, which is quite unique and special, right? Yeah. His first big book is called Think Like a Monk, where he like delivers all of these lessons that he learned when he lived with these monks in India. Mm -hmm. But that came after he was already famous. And like you were talking about aligning yourself with celebrities is good, especially aligning yourself with celebrities who have television shows. He aligned himself with Jada Pinkett Smith, who has Red Table Talk. So yeah, of course obviously. he's been on Red Table Talk. Of like he has. You align yourself with people who have their sure. own megaphones as well. It's just funny because I feel like for celebrities, a lot of people want them to talk about bullshit and then they meet somebody who wants to talk to them about like the power of positivity and like self-care and manifesting love mm -hmm. and letting go of your parents' expectations. Sorry, I'm just literally reading the all reading the different the titles of, of his podcast, like all these different yeah. – and you're like – oh, this is actually really exciting because that means I can be a thought leader. I can be an inspiration. I can actually speak yeah. to something that feels important. Yeah. And that way, like, he so – of course celebrities love him. He gives them this access to be – for them to be wise and smart and, uh, you know, have – show people that they can be inspiring whatever totally and, totally and yes philosophical like olivia culpo cool. <laughs> like on literally the olivia culpo on the power of positivity and, and how to believe in yourself, in yourself. 43 right. minutes long <laughs> like this woman has been covered like in a sexy bikini for twenty five thousand years he she goes on this guy's podcast and he's like let's talk about the power of positivity and that's like the most exciting thing in the world to her you know you know it is so uh, it makes complete sense you know I pulled recent, I went through his, he doesn't always have a celebrity guest on his podcast. He doesn't, but he does often. And I pulled recent episode titles from the Apple Podcast app, just with like who's that we've talked about in the past. Olivia yeah. Culpo on The Power of Positivity. Miranda Kerr on Self-Care Made Simple. Vanessa Hudgens on Manifesting Love. Simu Liu on Letting Go of Your Parents' Expectations. Zachary yeah. Levi, yikes, on Accepting Yourself and Radical Love. Lily Reinhart on Living with Anxiety. Lauren London on Trauma, Spirituality, and How to Recover from Loss. Oh, okay? God, he gets yeah. everyone. He sure. gets everyone. Right. And so is it a surprise that he hasn't, like all of these details right. lead to, you put all this stuff into chat GPT, it spits out that Don't Jay that. Shetty has a new smoothie at Erewhon. And okay? a beverage line. <laughs> and it's called the, it's called, what is it called? I already forgot. The yeah, Love Potion. Oh because no. Because what is he doing? He's promoting a new book that came out this month 
called Love Rules. What is funny about the caller being like, how does he have this smoothie? I thought the Erewhon smoothies were only for A-listers. He's like arguably maybe more famous some in, in many, many circles to many, many people than to people the other who go people to Erewhon. Did. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like his name means more in terms of health and wellness than Bell- Bella Hadid or Kourtney Kardashian. I would argue Kourtney Kardashian's 100%. name does not is not associated with health and wellness. She'd love it to be. She's trying desperately for it to be. I was going to say be. she'd love it to be. But it's not associated in that realm as closely as somebody like Jay Shetty, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think that's exactly true. What's in the love potion? Hmm. It's his beverage, Drink Jojo, unsweetened black tea, moon juice. Oh, my God. Remember the moon juice lady? Never forget mm-hmm. her. Uh, oat mm-hmm. milk, mushroom blend. People are, the mushroom blend is so popular now. Syrup, date syrup, almond butter, strawberry, raspberries, banana, avocado, rose water, beet juice, homemade strawberry glaze, coconut, Playa cream. All right. Sounds good, I guess. It's it's $19. It's a $19 yeah, smoothie. Well. $2 of every $19 goes to Selena Gomez's Rare Impact Fund. I thought you were just going to be like, to Selena Gomez because they're friends. <laughs> <laughs> if I bought a $19 smoothie and $2 of it went to just Selena Gomez, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> I like, mm-hmm. I'm fine. Like, I support her. That's and if fine. you're wondering if Selena Gomez has been on Jay Shetty's podcast, Yo, you of course know she, she has. has. Selena kidding? Gomez on Befriending Your Inner Critic and How to Speak to Yourself with More Compassion. I was thinking about Duh. this sort of like – and again, he has this whole big brand empire. He has um, a wife who is he also has a like wife. a – She's a vegan. He has a wife. Okay, yeah. She's a vegan. She's beautiful. She's her own sort of lifestyle influencer on Instagram because yeah. she makes these beautiful plant-based recipes okay. and because she's beautiful she talks about her skincare routine that uses okay. all vegan ingredients you know uh-huh. yeah. and they just my favorite her pin video on top of Instagram I put this in here is how to drink water the right way how do you drink water the right way Warmer hot water has the ability to absorb deeper into your tissues no. and cleanses and detoxes your Don't body. Care. You sit down to drink when you stand no. to drink you disrupt the balance of your body fluids drink slowly Take small sips throughout the day. Drink warm water in the morning because it flushes toxins out. Mm, drink large drink amounts of water, water at least an hour before and after meal. Telling me I don't drink water properly is just – I can't respond to that correctly. Like I've heard influencers say drink warm water because it detoxes you and I've rolled my eyes at that in the past. I've literally never heard someone say it's not as beneficial to drink water standing up. Like that is, That's down. actually sort of like breaking my brain a Sit little down. bit. A little Sit bit. Sit down. Sit down. So they launched a – because they're both influencers and lifestyle influencers, they launched their own brand recently, which is so funny. It's a, like, sparkling tea filled sure. with adaptogens. I still don't know what an adaptogen is. His tea is in the in the drink. Yeah. Joyo tea. I love tea. Joyo. Okay. I would probably buy these that look, if I didn't know. These teas look really good. Yeah. Um, his wife's name is Roddy, by the way. I mean, as you know, my favorite spindrift flavor is the sparkling tea. So, like, I would probably look at this and be like, I'll buy it. Before we get into a game that I wrote, again, all I can think of is I know there are more, but it's Glennon and Jay that I just can't get out of my head. Like the there same types plenty. of like, there ideas. There are plenty more. I know there are plenty, but um, go to the self help section of your Barnes and Noble. I've been like, what is it about these people that is so alluring uh-huh. to like whole audiences? And I think a lot of it is still maybe I'm wrong, but I have this like idea. Maybe it's a stupid idea. That it's still ultimately, even though this is all about self-love and self-help and, you know, mindfulness and whatever, it's all still about money to me. I think that people still find them, number one, even if they can't admit it, so inspirational because they are rich and successful. But they're empathetic 
rich and successful people. You think that people don't want to admit that, but they just, that's part yes. of it always. Okay. Yes. I think that that's part of like the allure of the inspirational person, even if it's all about like, no, abandon materialism, abandon your, your strive. Are you like, saying don't people just love, want success. Are you saying people love Mother Teresa because she was fucking loaded? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, do you know that? But I'm saying that's not. I'm not comparing this to Mother Teresa. I know, at all. I'm but I'm just this fucking with you. Person. But you know, like how Mother Teresa certain, just like riding around like, in a Bentley. Everyone's well, like, <laughs> do you know there's a certain type of bro that's like constantly reading like how to win friends and influence people, like yeah, all duh. Warren Buffett's books, all of sure. Mark Cuban's books. I yeah. think that this is kind of the same thing, but it's like it's still about money. It's like we want to aspire to be this <laughs> rich and successful, but like. This almost gives you a pass because they seem empathetic and kind. And spiritual, yeah. So it's like, I can become, look at them, and they're rich. Sort of like as an asterisk, and they're rich. So it could happen for me too. Anyway, I just think that that's kind of interesting. So I have a game, and Uh his book that got really popular first is called Think Like a Monk. Okay? Okay. So I have a game called Think Like a Monk or Think Like a Monk. A as in Adrian Monk, the lead character of the USA show Monk. (laughs) So I'm going to... (laughs) I'm going to read you a quote that is either from the book Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty or Or a line of dialogue read by a monk, (laughs) Adrian Monk in the USA show Monk. Stop. This is the stupidest shit ever. How did you know that his name was Adrian Monk? I didn't. It was a happy accident. Okay. Here we go. Think like a monk. (laughs) Think like a monk or think like a monk. Okay? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Quote one. When we accept the temporary nature of everything in our lives, we can feel gratitude for the good fortune of getting to borrow them for a time. Think like a monk or think like a monk. Think like a monk. (laughs) Great. You got it. Okay. I have no problem with change. I just don't like to be there when it happens. Think like a monk or think like a monk. (laughs) Sounds like a monk. That sounds like Adrian Monk. (laughs) It's Adrian Monk. Okay. It is impossible to build one's own happiness on the unhappiness of others. (laughs) Think like a monk. Think like a monk. Okay, that's great. Natalie, I can't run around looking for a stolen bicycle. I still have some pride left. Not much, but my dignity tank isn't completely empty. Where did you find this shit? Think like a monk or think like a monk? That's definitely a monk. Who plays plays monk again? Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub. Okay, that's Tony Shalhoub, yeah. Okay. If you don't break your ego, life will break it for you. Think like a monk. Great. That's perfect. I have a compromise. How about you do it and I don't? <laughs> sounds like sounds like Tony Shalhoub needs to read Think Like a Monk. <laughs> okay. That's okay, Think okay. Like a Monk. Okay. Think Like a Monk. That's yeah, good. If you are satisfied with who you are, you don't need to prove your worth to anyone else. Think Like a Monk or Think Like a Monk. Think Like a Monk. Yeah, that's great. Believe me, frogs get tired. They're hopping and the thing with the tongue. You try hopping around and catching flies. You wouldn't last 10 minutes. Weirdly, that could be think like a monk, but it's definitely think like a monk. That's good. Oh, you're so good at this game. Okay. Yeah. Be honest about what your intention is. The worst thing you can do is pretend to yourself that you're acting out of service when all you want is material success. Think like a monk. That's great. Okay. I'm sure as I can be without any, you know, proof. He's, I know he's solving crime, so think like, hey, monk. <laughs> That's really good. Okay. And then we have two more left. Location has energy. Time has memory. If you do something at the same time every day, it becomes easier and natural. If you do something in the same space every day, it becomes easier and natural. 
Ugh, doesn't reply. This doesn't, this does not apply to me. It's stressing me out. Think like a monk. Think like a monk. Okay. And then finally, brackets, surrounded by bees. <laughs> Could you do me a favor? Could you kill me, please? <laughs> surrounded by bees. This is the monk I need to subscribe to. Think like a monk. <laughs> Think like a monk. Okay, well, you're so good at this game. Wow, that you're was a so, hard game. They were so that good was at a this hard game. game. Thought it was pretty funny, that game. This love potion, I gotta say, looks really good. I would I would absolutely, I'd want to sliver up and die if I spent $19 on a smoothie. I have purchased and drank a $20 smoothie. I would do it again. There is no shame in that. Erwan I've is never insane, in my life bought a $20 smoothie. We live in New York City. You can also get a $20 smoothie here. No, it's I know. I've never difficult. done it. No, I know. I'm just saying I know, like, I've never done it. I highly recommend it. I had a really good What's one What's that smoothie day. place with the name? It wasn't like, $20. It's like Boop in the Boop. It's, it's pink. What? Like boop in the, the boop. Oh, you're thinking of like, oh God. Yeah, I know what you're yeah, thinking of. Joe like, and the juice. Like, Joe and the juice. Joe and the juice. <laughs> That's it. Joe and the juice. Boop in the Joe boop. Joe and the juice. There's a great, I, I, I like got a recently got a great smoothie. smoothie. When you get a great smoothie, you're like, wow, that's a great smoothie. You know? <laughs> Lindsay, you're in my apartment. You're sitting on my couch right yep. now. Oh my God. Wow. What does it smell like? Nothing. Nothing. And the cats are around. And I don't really have a scent. And so the cats I, are around. I would be annoyed. I'm like, well, doesn't it smell like my scent? But there's no scent, really. And there's the cats are like, around. The cats are around. You said hi to the cats. I saw them. They're here. It's not like you're hiding them from me. Yeah. So that I don't smell them. They're here. It doesn't smell like cat anything. Doesn't smell like You cat. would tell me, it right? It doesn't smell like poopy or pee-pee. You would tell me, right? No, I would. You would. I wouldn't have sat here recording this podcast if I could smell cat urine. I know, and you can't smell cat urine, so you can comfortably record a podcast around cats because Pretty Litter makes it so that... My house doesn't smell like fucking cat. Yeah. Nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra absorbent. It's lightweight. It's low dust. And one six-pound bag works for up to a month without clumping. That means no more wasting litter. And it gives me peace of mind because in addition to trapping odor, the crystals change color if it detects early warning signs of illness in your cats. So when you go to the vet, you can say, well, the crystals turned this color. That could mean this color. And they like hearing it. I like Plus, it, it ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have huge kitty litter bags taking up space in my little apartment. And even better, I don't have to like lug stuff all the way from the store up the elevator and the stairs into my apartment. I count on Pretty Litter to keep my house smelling fresh and clean. And you can too. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. As you know, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. When we announced our latest tour dates, I said, well, all I have to do is get these on the website. And that's going to take me literally 30 seconds. It's going to take me maybe shorter than this ad goes on to update our tour dates on the website and making it easy for everyone to go buy tickets to see us in London and Dublin. And we wouldn't have been able to do that without Squarespace. I know. And then when we added a new date, you said, Bobby, can you update the poster? And then I sent you the new poster and then you just put it back on the Squarespace. Yeah. Because you can just I drag and drop. I uploaded it. It was incredible. And there it is. You can buy tickets right on our Squarespace. That's right. It's the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online, whether you're just starting or managing a growing brand. Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place, all in your terms. I know. We've got the contact form, which is used all the time. People always contact us through the Squarespace contact form, which we love. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to embed stuff, as we said. A feature that you love using when we're testing stuff out 
which is like password protect pages if you're not ready to launch them. You love putting a password on a page and being like, check this, make sure it's okay. But it's very helpful. Yes, of course I have to do yeah. that for testing, for beta yeah. testing. It's very Gotta nice. make sure it's right. You use it for beta testing, but you could also just like make pages private. If you don't want to like put every episode of like your secret podcast on your Squarespace, just put it behind the paywall. <laughs> oh my God. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, Go to squarespace.com slash who, W-H-O, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time for you to get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit. A game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right, cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Chloe, Grace Moretz, Kate Harrison finally hard launched on Instagram on their stories. Chloe, Grace Moretz, and Katie Harrison finally hard launched on stories. The Katie Harrison posted on Instagram, happy Valentine's Day heart at Chloe, Grace Moretz, and then loved up. And then Chloe, Grace Moretz, reposted that on her Instagram stories. It's finally the confirmation you and I have been waiting for for years. Ever since a caller told us that Chloe Grace Moretz was hanging out at South by Southwest and was, quote unquote, definitely kind of gay, <laughs> we were waiting <laughs> for this news to come out. Also, I want to say that now that the celebrities <sighs> are using hard launch, soft launch, and they're using it incorrectly, that terminology is over. We need to abandon it. They've killed it. We've The culture has killed it. No one knows what a hard or soft launch is anymore, and we need to leave it by the wayside. It's like how no one knows what high concept actually is. No one knows what high concept actually means, and that always bugs me. Let's what just does it mean? Using. What does it mean? I think people confuse high concept with the actual opposite of what it is. High concept means like the concept is very easy to distill right. into just a few words. Right. There's a bomb on a bus, and if it goes under that, it's going to blow up. Got it. High concept movie. Well, as as Timmy was saying, celebrities are using hard launched just willy-nilly, you know, like – what does hard launch even mean? How many people know? You know what I mean? Like, is is hard launch the first time you've been – like, what – like, hard launch versus soft launch, like, who knows what that even means anymore is what I'm saying. Yeah. The line is getting thin. hmm Yeah. So everyone's talking about this Chloe Grace Moretz Valentine's Day post as if it's news, but true heads have known that they've been together for years because they've been photographed together many, many times in right. sort of uh, romantic PDA-seeming poses, right? But they've never said it. She literally was profiled by The Advocate last year, November 2021, actually two years ago at this point, and she doesn't come out or doesn't really say anything or doesn't really like – but the author kind of dances around the mm-hmm. – kind of reality of it all, which is like, I don't want to force her to do anything. I don't want to say anything about her. But this is a person who has been involved in these projects for many, 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 many years. Mm -hmm. And what's weird is the headline is Chloe Grace Moretz on (laughs) coming out, blurred lines and finding unity. The girl does not come out in this. I actually think that's a very manipulative headline. There's no no coming out involved. She specifically says coming out should not be her burden. She should not feel pressure to come out. And the headline's implying that she does. Okay, so I'm just saying it's a little – we've had a lot of kind of manipulative media about this person being queer. And now she is saying, I'm dating a woman. I am queer. But not coming out in the way that I think the places want her to come out by like this huge declaration, right? 
which he clearly doesn't right. want to do. No, exactly. Right. Exactly. So who is this? We know who Chloe Grace Moretz is. She's kind of having a moment because she was on that... Um, the peripheral. It's like it's like we were talking about that Michael B. Jordan sh- movie that was like huge a couple of years ago that like didn't really move the needle in terms of like cultural commentary. I feel yeah. the same way about this Chloe Grace Moretz show, yeah. The Peripheral, which seems quietly huge, but it's not the type of thing that people talk. I think people who watch Amazon shows like are not tweeting. They love it. People who watch Amazon shows are not tweeting. It's the same thing that happened with that show with the huge guy and the small girl. Remember that show that everybody loved? I mean, my dad was watching it. And I was like, what's it about? And it's like, he comes to town. He's huge. And the girl is small. I, oh, Jack Lord, Reacher. Oh, he's you. too big. Oh, my God. He's, he's so big. He's huge. And his neck oh is huge. God, we talked about big. the actor. Remember his huge neck and his big yeah, body? he's way too big. So Chloe, Chloe, who also started the the recent Tom and Jerry movie, which did I think move the needle a little bit. But you gave up on the peripheral show, right? Awful. Just second episode. Did not understand a lick of it. No one even talked about the Lord of the Rings show on Amazon. People don't talk about Amazon shows, but it apparently is successful. Girly with my name. Trust me, I'm very happy no one's talking about it because I don't need Mm -hmm. to hear it anymore. We have the same name. All right. So Chloe, Mm -hmm. Chloe Grace Moretz, dating this woman. Who is she? She is a model. She's a model. She's a model. She's also the child of a famous TV actor from the 80s who I, I couldn't pick out of a lineup. But I, I was going to say, it's like, is this nepotism? I've never heard of him. Yes. I think it's technically no. nepotism. It's just low, 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 low. It's like vaguely she's obviously low. in the industry. It's vaguely yeah. low. But yeah. she, is the, she is the child of Gregory Harrison, who is best known for shows like Trapper John MD and yeah, Falcon love that. Crest. Love okay? that. That's so So funny. I think this guy, if you ran into Gregory Harrison at... I don't know, Spago in 1988, you would have had a fit. But, you know, if you saw him at Erewhon, you wouldn't blink an eye. And people have been saying that they've been together for literally four years. Right. But, like, every month you get a tweet that's like, no one told me these two were dating. And it's like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Do you want a telegram, you know? Yeah. What I found kind of funny is when I searched Kate Harrison on Google, and I know that everyone's Google results are slightly different, but... The top result on my Google results was a link to an Instagram account called Chloe Moretz underscore Kate Harrison, which is simply a Stan account. It's a shipping account. Exactly. It's like run by people who have been waiting for this moment Mm -hmm. for years. And now they finally Them and their 30 followers. Yeah, no. And never Mm -hmm. forget, you know, another kind of key to this entire puzzle is the the person that that Chloe Moretz, Moretz dated publicly before this person was none other than Brooklyn Beckham. So if you need to, if anything you need to know about like <laughs> choosing some, choosing another, dis, choosing something else comes from that display. It comes from that evidence. You know what I mean? Choosing something else. Right? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. make another decision after this relationship. Hey, Bobby, Lindsay, Tony. Um, happy Valentine's Day. You guys need to look at Eric Andre's Instagram because Amrata and him have done uh, quite the uh, Valentine's Day reveal, um, and it includes uh, a lot of nudity and strategically placed hearts, um, a la Brittany. Uh, good form, Bella Thorne. Uh, love you. Speaking of new relationships, revealed on Valentine's Day. How about that? We call it that instead of hard mm-hmm. launches. Okay. Not quite as elegant, but still. I think it's, you know, revealing your, your relationship or or commenting on your adding something to your relationship on Valentine's Day is a nice touch. I do think that that's like a good – it's a peg, right? We're all using a news peg in various mm-hmm. ways. So I, I do like this. I don't think this 
photo is necessarily a hard launch because we already kind of knew that they were dating. And this doesn't say, oh, they're like, there's no there's no escalation to the relationship. They're just hanging out nude on Valentine's Day, you know? Yeah. Right? They just posted Happy Valentine's Day. Well, Eric, Eric Andre, Andre and Amrata. posted Happy Valentine's Day. Okay, here's my question to you. Yeah. We knew we kind of knew they were dating, although we did get the call or call in and say, like, they just seemed like friends to me when I saw uh-huh, them. I don't think sure. it's actually dating. They're dating. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because of this photo that they posted, which honestly is, I got to say, both genuinely funny and genuinely yes. sexy. Well, guess what? He's genuinely funny and she's genuinely, and genuinely sexy. sexy. Yeah. <laughs> guess what? <laughs> I think they're both funny, sexy people. But my question to you is, yeah, who's them here? Emily Ratajkowski or Eric Andre? In popular culture, Emily Ratajkowski is more famous. But isn't Eric Andre also quite famous? I think he is famous, but I, think I don't think so he's close. as famous as her in popular culture. And do I think that has to do with the fact that she's like a sexy woman and gets more like headlines and attention for stuff that she does? <laughs> Probably. Yes. And I think that the like angle of being a smart model, which sorry, is like, I don't agree with this, but it's an it's a tale as old as time. Like, oh my God, she's beautiful and smart. Beauty and brains. We've talked about beauty this. And beauty, brains, and brains, yeah. beauty, beauty and brains. Beauty and brains. Is going to be loud, much louder than any work Eric Andre is going to do. And I'm talking about somebody who made one of the best movies I've seen in the past five years. Oh, you love Bad Trip? <laughs> You're obsessed with Bad Trip. I think Bad Trip is like a fucking genius. I, I think it's like beyond one of the best movies ever, right? It's like so fucking good and so fucking smart. And I think he is so fucking smart. But I do think that she by the power of the media and kind of everything else is, you know, and she's, she writes, she has the podcast, she does this, she does, she does a lot of stuff that gets a lot of attention. Do you think either of them are thems? I think she is a them. You know what? They actually might both be thems. And I think that's why this segment is kind of funny. Is this what we're realizing? I think we might be realizing that they're both thems. Is he a them though? I think she's more arguable than he is. I don't know that he's them. He still his humor still feels very niche to me, even though he's been around for so long. I know, you know? it's true. Like even his show, which is beloved, is not really for public consumption. <laughs> it is, but like it's still very like under the radar. Which is still adult. Which is still fucking adult. It's Adult Swim, right? Yeah. Yeah, they could be on forever. Yeah. And he had a huge Netflix movie, Bad Trip, but like I still don't feel like he. Eh, is... Maybe they're both them's. Maybe they're both them's. <sighs> okay, moving on. <laughs> and we're done. Congrats to both of them. I love them as a couple. I have to say, I love she. She fucking she's she's slaying me with this choice. Like, I think they're perfect. Like, I think people are like, whoa, she's dating him. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, she's been looking for like the funny, sexy, quirky, respected, smart guy forever. Like, she's been dating these like mm-hmm. dumb idiots. Like, she dated Pete <laughs> Davidson. She tried so hard to like toe the line, and she's like, no, we're going she's full t- goofball. She's and Eric Andre's hot. Dumb idiots. <laughs> Look at her ex husband. Um, also, Eric Andre is an iconic bisexual. Never forget. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, iconic bisexual. Okay, wow, that is iconic. I'm always surprised by my brain's inability to resist Emily Ratajkowski's charms. <laughs> I just... Yeah, I'm telling you, Beauty and Brains. I find her charming. She's Beauty and charming. Brains. Beauty and Brains. Beauty and Brains. Beauty and Brains. Beauty and Brains. Hello, Lindsay Bobby to Um, Can you possibly talk about what's going on with Joshua Bassett? And this random conversion to right to the church, um, it just feels very sudden. And like his Twitter and everything, he said he saw God in he came to him 
middle of the day once, or I don't know, I wrote it a while ago, but I feel like no one's talking about it. And, oh, and the video of him getting baptized just popped up on my TikTok this morning. I don't know. Is it weird? Should I not judge him? I don't know. Okay. What is going on with Joshua Bat? First of all, Joshua Bassett is the uh, singer, actor from High School Musical, the musical, the TV show, the musical. Yeah. He is the subject of a driver's license who definitely got the brunt of that conversation and that song's mm-hmm. rise to kind of world domination where everyone just knew it was about him. And then they kind of were, you know. And they fall in love with Olivia. So he, because of that, they hate Joshua Bassett. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of not a good vibe. I mean, it sucks that, like, in the You Ought to Know of it all, like, you know how, like, You Ought to Know, like, huge song and no one really knew who it was about for a really long time and no one still really knows who it's about and that's, like, the success of the song. This is, like, what happens when you do know the person who's the subject and, like, their one. life is kind of fucked up because of it. Like, it is kind of a bummer. And it's not on Olivia necessarily, but it no. also kind of is, like... This, the internet speculation of it, I think, because we didn't have the internet speculation in the You Ought to Know era. So we didn't have all of this, like, conversation so fast, fast, fast about who's about, who's about, who's about, you know? Mm-hmm. And now that we do, it's just – I can imagine it's kind of hard for artists to want to write about stuff like this because they're like, yeah, like, it really could, like, fuck somebody up. And it did fuck him up. Yeah. Because he was trying to release music too. So Joshua Bassett is getting a lot of headlines now because, as the caller said – he has just loudly and proudly professed his love for Christ. I'm not a good judge of like Christianity. I'm not Christian. And so I don't know like the different sects or whatever as familiars. But he was baptized at a church and then was kind of called out because that church obviously has like anti-gay beliefs. And this is somebody who came out as queer or, uh, you know, part of the alphabet. Part of the alphabet. Well, that? he didn't say someone else has Can used that before. That? He just said that someone has used that before. No, but he... Okay, I'm not sorry. gonna give you my he alphabet. Said, Wasn't that like the okay, gauge? I, the gauge guy? I don't know, but like I just gauge. in my mind I was like, what is that even? He's like, you he don't know my alphabet. As, but he said, remember he did a GQ profile of quite a few a year or two ago and said, uh, there are plenty of letters in the alphabet. Why bother rushing to a conclusion? Sometimes your letter changes, sometimes you try a different one. Other times you realize you're not part of what you thought you were, or maybe you always knew. All these can be true. I'm happy to be part of the LGBTQ plus community because they embrace all. Don't let anyone tell you love isn't love. They're the ones that probably need it the most. There is an interesting overlap between the love is love Christianity and this kind of like LGBTQ uh, realization too. So it's not like shocking that he's finding a different version of that conversation, yeah. though obviously getting baptized in like a church that hates gay people is like probably not the move, you know? Yeah. And he already apologized for it. He already tweeted, like, I don't share all my beliefs with that church. Like, I just love Christ and mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. But clearly this is somebody who's, like, going through stuff, you know, uh-huh. and has found his way to a version of going through stuff, which is, like, religion. Mm-hmm. He said that he grew up Christian, too, and now he's just sort of returning to it as an adult. And it's like, I'm making the conscious choice to declare Jesus Christ sure. my Lord and Savior. I'm more interested in what this means for his career because much in the same way that people transition to GAC and find a nice little lifestyle making movies for God-fearing Christians. Right. He might find his way into a Christian. Christian music. And Christian music is a huge category of music. Yes. And the other funny thing, though, is if you go to his Twitter, people are pulling out these tweets about Jesus, but they're surrounded by tweets about him being on tour. He's on tour. He's 
adding dates. He's selling out. He's seeing fans. People are coming to see him. Do I think these are all like Christian people and he's singing gospel? No, I think he's just still doing his like his music. Like he has his the the complicated tour, Joshua Bassett, you mm-hmm. know? So mm-hmm. it's just like it's interesting that I'm not sure we're seeing these tweets, but I'm not sure this is like stopping the flow of his kind of niche success yeah. as this kind of like pop star kind of. He's playing Hammerstein in March. Here are some recent tweets. The gospel is good news for all willing to love and obey. Him who keeps your heart beating. Surprise! Show at it in LA, April 11th on sale right. 10 a.m. You know, it's like right. he, he's he's doing he's doing two things at once. He's serving Christ and he's selling out. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and that's just what I find interesting because I feel like all the people who don't pay attention to him normally are like, "Yikes! He's getting baptized. That's kind of crazy. Like these tweets are crazy." But then if you actually are within the community, you're like, "Okay, he's just well, he's still on tour. You know, he's still like doing his thing." I don't know. Very weird. The whole thing is weird. It's it's weird, but it's all it's also very much like Justin Bieber did a version of this. Yeah, for sure. He Justin did. Bieber did an exact version of this. Like there there really is he nothing sure is. there's nothing super surprising about a young pop star who's really gone through it, who got really famous really quickly, publicly proudly looking for meaning via organized religion. Yes. The the only difference is that this is a person who came out essentially in yeah, this that's GQ. True profile of you know a few years ago and is now you know justin bieber never did that but yes he was always he always was religious it was real coming out in a way that chloe grace moretz did not as we talked about earlier in the show like he came out and then he (laughs) said uh i'm gonna be baptized and follow christ like you're right there is there is something to it sure but like pop stars becoming loud and proud christians is not like anything new by any means you know no, and what's funny is that that uh, GQ profile came out in 2021. 2021, and then later that year, the same writer wrote another GQ profile on him called Joshua Bassett is Still Processing, and mm-hmm. that was a whole other piece about, like, the kind of reverberations from the song in his career, and he doesn't bring up anything about his sexuality, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I kind of reread it. I kind of skimmed it, but yeah. Uh, so, and he and he talks a little bit about ha- going through childhood, a little bit of childhood trauma too. So, like, this is somebody who's like working through stuff. So it's not yeah. shocking. Like finding God in this time is like really not like Bieber did find God when he was like at his most like fucked up fame situation, right? Like, kind of just having to yep. cope and trying to find some sort of guidance or whatever. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of worse places to be than the Christian music industry also. <laughs> like, if, yeah. he, if he strong arms his way into that world, like, he's going to be quite successful, it seems. We can skip Flo Pew and Charlie Gooch and maybe talk about her on Tuesday, because I feel like there's going to be a lot to learn about Charlie Gooch. Yeah, there's no Gooch info. We got to wait for some of the Gooch info to come I out. Know. If you know anything about the Gooch, call us. Shayna, if he's your cousin, let me know. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. You have a friend whose last name is Gooch. Maybe they are related. I know. Could be related. Okay. 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 But speaking of Florence Pugh. Hi, it's Amy. Long time. Extremely long time. Um, the Vanity Fair Hollywood Issue cover just came out. It says it's the 29th annual Hollywood Issue on the cover. Um, and I would love for you guys to talk about the order sort of going from either left to right or right to left that everyone is in it. Like, is it in already in order from themius to Huius going from left to right or are there changes you guys would make um can you talk about the choices of who was included um 
I definitely feel like the people on the far left are all the ones I know more than um, the far right, except for Jeremy Allen White, only because I did watch The Bear. Um, but yeah, if you guys could just talk through this cover, um, it would be much appreciated. French French. Left to right. Can I say something that bums me out first, though? Yeah, what? Before huh? you say. They used to take these photo shoots when they were all in the same room, and you can so tell that they weren't in this one, and I just, it bums me out. This is, they were all in the same room. This is the first time no. in years that they, I listened to the Little Goldman about this today. Are you this kidding? This is the first Wait, Vanity stop. Fair Hollywood issue since the pandemic where they were all together at the same time. Okay, well, guess what? I love that. You can't tell. You need to do it in a way so that I can tell. You can't tell. Not to, I'm sorry, but like, don't you want to be able to tell that? That's so exciting. I'm sure they've done a little bit. Of, I mean, I'm sure they've done a little bit of photoshopping and stuff, but like, they did this photo shoot with all of them all together, right. and apparently, well, planning I love was that. crazy okay. because like, good, everyone was like all over the world. It was actually the episode's really interesting. I'm gonna listen. I'd love to. I actually love to hear that this photo does not reflect that they're all in the same room <laughs> because it's so highly stylized and all the lighting is very different mm -hmm. in each person's zone. Sorry, it really looks like a little bit crazy like that, and that's why I really need them to like be up on each other so I can be pr so proves to me that they were all there. And the idea. Okay. Sorry. Oh no, it's it's fine. I just like happened to listen to it this morning. No, I think that's amazing that I was wrong. The people who are on the cover, which is so funny because yeah. this happens every year. And so you have a fold, but it's a trifold. Well, there's so a cover and then there's a fold out. Yeah, of course. So you get the full fold and it's not just like a spread. It's it's a trifold. So you have Selena Gomez, Jonathan Majors, Austin Butler, Ana de Armas, Florence Pugh on the cover. You fold it out mm -hmm. and then you see Kiki Palmer, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Julia Garner, and Reggie Jean Page. You fold it out again and then you get Emma Corrin, Ho Yan, and Jeremy Allen White. Yeah. I think this is like broadly left to right them to who. But it doesn't go in order. It's not a one-to-one -one thing. Wait, you are actually correct. No, that's correct. I think Kiki Palmer needs to be on the cover if we're going to make this truly them to who. I think Jonathan Majors would be bumped down a little bit and mm -hmm. Kiki would be bumped up. And I think a flow would be bumped up a little. But otherwise, I think you're kind of right in terms of the sections or whatever. Yeah. Ho Yun and Emma Corrin sort of confuse me because it's like Ho Yun has Squid Game, so she's immensely popular for like kind of one thing but that one thing is so big that like of course she's immensely popular emma corin mm -hmm. they're extremely famous but it's like they were diana you know but like beyond that crown, what is, is it and the show, crown but it's right, like really like right, what sure. like you know it's, it's it's confusing and jeremy allen white same thing like one amazing one huge role but like one big breakout he? role yeah kind right of. unless you watch shameless you kind of don't really know right the other ones have more of a kind of I mean, Reggae Jean Page a little bit, honestly. A like, little same, bit. Same realm. I think I think Reggae Jean Page in the middle where he is is kind of perfect. Same thing with Julia Garner. It's like Julia Garner, yes, has Ozark and has won like 7,000 awards doing Ozark and was almost Madonna until Madonna was like, absolutely not. But like, I think that right in the middle is kind of where she belongs. But don't you think there's kind of like a split? There's kind of a split between Aaron Taylor Johnson and Julia and Garner. Julia Garner. Everyone yep. to the left is kind of like a movie star and everyone to the right is like we'll up see. and coming, actually. It's, we'll see. Yeah, up and coming in a way that is, th there's a thin line here, mm -hmm. you know, but it does split right at Julia Garner. Yes, right at Julia, Julia Garner. Garner. There is a there is a split down the middle of these people. And it's like, I have no doubt to everyone to the right will become a movie star. Like, I believe it totally. If you were mm -hmm. like, everyone here is like, that they're the next gen, they're going to be famous, yes. But everyone to the left could be, their name could sell a movie, yep. I think. And their names have sold movies. 
So, yeah. or almost are. I think the only person here who... Whose name could not sell a movie? No, the only person here who I would actually... Because the intentions of this cover are not to go from them to who, you know? The intentions are no, to be like... no. Oh, who are people who are getting awards? But these are young Hollywood players. Like these are up and co- like it's it's supposed to be a mixture of people who are on the come up and the people who are already established. But like if we uh-huh. were drawing a true them to who, I think you cut either Anna de Armas or Jonathan Majors off the cover and put Kiki Palmer in there. Either Jonathan Majors or Austin Butler. But Elvis is such a bigger deal than anything Jonathan Majors sort of was the face of this year, even though Jonathan Majors is in everything. But like the only person on here who is as famous as everyone else on the cover and should. Be there as Kiki Palmer, but I understand why she's not there because the cover is trying to do a lot of things at once. So from them to who, I ordered it, and I want to see if you agree because I wrote it down in my notes. Okay. I'm gonna see if you agree. Okay. Them okay. to who? Yeah. Selena Gomez. Yeah. Kiki Palmer. Okay. Florence Pugh. Okay. Austin Butler. Okay. Jonathan Majors. This is these are gonna get uh-huh. like tricky here. Hoyan. Uh-huh. Anna de Armas below Hoyan. Wh- Aaron Taylor Johnson. Okay. Julia Garner, Reggae Jean Page, Emma Corrin, Jeremy Allen White. Okay. So you're saying Hoyan is high up because like Squid Game's impact is just much higher than like anything Anna de Armas has been in. I think that's true. Actually totally fair. Totally fair. Though she is though I would argue she is media-wise has been covered 14,000 times more than Ho Young. That's because fair. Because of the way that. Okay, that's fair. You know, don't you think? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Like, she's just everywhere, right? Anna's been more everywhere than Ho Young, but I guess in fame level, I feel like. Anna's been more everywhere than like half the people here because <laughs> of just like her, you know, she's like doing the diamond ads. She's, yeah. you know, I just, I just feel like by the nature of tabloid media, I just used to be dating mm-hmm. Ben Affleck for a while. Like, she really has the. She really has the range as compared to the work that she's actually been in. And I think that Jonathan Majors and Jonathan Majors and Austin Butler, I think, are very similar in that even less even less so than Aaron Taylor Johnson. Jonathan and Austin are getting the big like here they come treatment and they've been getting the big here they come treatment for like a year now. They're coming. Yeah. There are new leading men. These two guys, which is also what the cover story is about. The cover story is very much about like what it, what being a movie star is. And they all get asked this question, which is, and they all give, the the, the way that yeah. these people answer that question runs the gamut of interesting to the dumbest shit you've ever heard in your life. So like I right, do, I do right. recommend you listen right. to these young people who have all eyes on them discuss what it's like to have all eyes on them. But also they're dressing them like insane because they're there for photo shoots. So it's like you have like Aaron Taylor Johnson in like a mesh <laughs> talking about like the way that fame has affected him. And you're kind of like, okay, babe, you're in a mesh tank top. Like, uh, who's styling this? The abs <laughs> on this it. cover also, you have Aaron Taylor Johnson's insane. abs out and Emma Corrin's abs out. Abs, abs, love abs that. everywhere. Love that. Love but that. what do you think about the – like Selena Gomez is, argu- is inarguably number one no, on this cover, right? So I was just laughing because Timmy just clearly just woke up and the first link he sends us is Ryan Seacrest announced he'll leave. He understands (laughs) that it's the breaking news. He (laughs) understands that it's breaking news. Thank you, Timmy. Timmy like literally is, Timmy literally is like, he he has our judgment. We've we've really, we've trained him well. He knows. Okay. um, I think you're not wrong. I think it's like an interesting thought experiment about like the reach of like what these people have been in and like you know what like how big is how big is ozark how big is squid game how big is the bear how big is bridgerton like 
Because these are people who have one thing to their one main thing that they've done. Mm-hmm. I mean, Julie Garner less so, unfair, a little bit less so. But but for Bridgerton, for Emma Corrin, for Ho Yum, for Jeremy Allen White. For me, my biggest hurdle with this ranking was having mm-hmm. to reckon with Anna de Armas. <laughs> <laughs> Generally. <laughs> Generally. Because I still, right. I don't know. And I know that most of that is is because of the podcast. I have no idea how famous this woman how is. How famous she I is. Feel like yeah, I feel like I can I sort agree. of understand. Like, I don't watch Ozark, but I get Julia Garner. I, like, I know Squid Game is one thing, but it's one huge thing. Like, I didn't watch The Crown, but I get that Emma Corrin was a big deal in The Crown. Like, The Bear even. I don't know what the fuck to do with with Anna de Armas. And I say that with respect. <laughs> you know, like, I just don't. I don't right. No, know. I think that's what – but but that's what I'm saying. Like, as we are this podcast that looks at tabloid media, and I think there you have to account for the fact that, like, the the media for her is outsized compared to her contributions. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, who saw Blonde? I don't know how many people saw Blonde, but the pictures of her as Marilyn Monroe and her playing Marilyn Monroe as a kind of concept went further in media than the amount of people who definitely saw that movie. And it shouldn't fuck with me so much because this is what this is what celebrity journalism has always been. You have to introduce people and you have to present them as bigger than life before we even know who they are. Like, we've always done this. But I think yeah. Ana de Armas is just... There's something about the way that it's being done with her that feels both confusing and also vintage. Like everything about her feels like it's of a different time or other uh, other generation. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that she's Marilyn Monroe. But she's an illusion. She's kind of this yeah. illusion. It's very interesting. Her yeah, her right. relationship no, with true. Ben Affleck was so strange. You know, like so weird. So, so weird. It was so weird that he literally broke up with her and then married an ex. Like that's crazy. <laughs> even he knew it was weird. Yeah. Even it sent it even sent him over the edge. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the other thing about the um the little goldman episode that was interesting and one one thing I didn't realize until I listened to them is that this cover was not done with the intention of getting exclusively people who were going to be in Oscar movies. It was done to get people who had never been on the cover one of these Hollywood covers before. And to sort of bring back the idea of new Hollywood, young Hollywood. But then it, it just so happened that a lot of them ended up being in Oscar movies. Yes, because they started planning it nine months ago, maybe more than that. Uh-huh. Well, to get them all in the same room, impossible. Uh, and they had to all be there at the same time, which is crazy. But anyway, it's just I think it's a really, really cool mixture of people. But that's the thing is like... Why it's important that they're in the same room is not just because the the photo is going to be a specific way, because obviously, clearly, I'm not I'm not even seeing it that way. But so they can meet each other. And I feel like so many actors will be like, oh, yeah, we met at the like Vanity Fair Hollywood issue uh-huh, in like 2023. Uh-huh. It's like that to me is so important. If they're not all there together, you don't have those like interesting moments that make for totally. like good sound bites or make for like good relation. Like, you know, maybe two of them will fall in love. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> How about this? If we can agree that Selena Gomez is number one, can we agree yeah, on who's sure. the whoiest? Is it Jeremy Allen White? Jeremy or Allen White. It is? Okay. It is. Well, I, I still look yes, at him and I'm like, but I, but I don't. <laughs> I bet he was the whole time he was there, he was like, How did I get here? 
that's why I love, first of all, that's why I love him. I mean, that's why he's really like, he really doesn't even know why he's there, which I think is fantastic. <laughs> and The Bear is, is a relatively scrappy show considering the comparison to like all these Netflix fucking juggernauts, right? Like yeah. it is kind of an interesting thing that it's I like, was on Squid Game. Squid Game. I was on The Crown. The I Crown, was on The Bear. Like Bridgerton, like Ozark. Literally all the girlies next to Jeremy Allen's left are in these juggernaut Netflix TV shows, mm -hmm. essentially. So it's like, it is interesting that there's like little FX Hulu thing kind of, I mean, Hulu obviously is big too. It is but funny. Oh, my, you know my show, which is FX on the... Hulu? <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Like, that's what I'm FX saying. That's, Hulu. you know. You can watch it on FX right. on Hulu. The conversation, the conversation around the bear is like kind of, like kind of a miracle that it happened at all. And it yeah. shows how good that show is and you refuse to watch it. So you'll never know. Yeah, I'll never watch it. <laughs> I hate this bit. I hate this bit. I'll never watch it. Okay, so I think we did it. I think we've done enough here. <laughs> do we want to do any of the other who them no. calls or should we save them? Truly? Okay. No, I don't. I think we should end the show so you can edit it successfully. I know. Without... I do want to edit it. So thank you for listening yeah. to another episode of the podcast. Keep calling in at 619 who them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show. This one. Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for providing our theme song on Tuesdays, the Rita one. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant for researching and editorializing and understanding that Mark Consuelo is taking over from Ryan Seacrest is a huge deal. And we'll see you on Tuesday. Oh, you can also get bonus episodes of the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash whoweekly, yeah. or just get the audio only on the Apple Podcasts app. There's a lot of extra stuff on Patreon that you won't get on the Apple Podcasts app, but that's fine. Some people just want the audio. And we'll see you on Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. Think like a monk or think like a monk. Stop scrolling. Catherine Zeta-Jones is missing her dog. Please. Help me. Bobby, don't be a silly bitch. You have a perfect tagline. Crunch, crunch. When life gives us lemons, we give you the squeeze. The number one question I get asked as the showrunner of Jenny and Georgia is, when life gives you lemons, what do you do with them? Over here at the squeeze, we talk about it. Hi, Who Weekly. I just called and I was rambling on my last voicemail, but I wanted to concisely tell you that I am like a Gen Z millennial cusper. I'm 28. I was born in 1995. Um, and I have never heard of Janine Garofalo. I'm so sorry to tell you this. I know what Reality Bites is. I have heard of what Hot American Summer. I've never seen it. Um, but I do know who Jimmy Garoppolo is, and I don't even care about football. I'm so sorry to tell you this. I even Googled her to see if it rang a bell, and nothing's coming up. So, Bobby, I'm really sorry, but I don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo is a them. That might need to be revisited. Okay, thanks. One of everything really good. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. Um, I should have called last week. I totally forgot. I don't know how, but my friend saw Rita Ora while he was at work at Hearst Tower. I, of course, freaked out, and I said, how did she look? He said, tall. She was chewing gum, and that's about all I got out of him, but thought I would share. Hey, I'm a lesbian and I don't like Mackenzie Davis.
I know we mentioned at the end of every episode that we have a Patreon, a VIP show that's on Apple Podcasts and Patreon, the audio. But we thought we'd give you a little sneak peek so you know what you're potentially getting before you actually hit subscribe. If you're getting to the very end of the episodes and you're not a Patreon subscriber, like, I don't know what to tell you. I just feel like you're missing out on some of our best stuff, our best lols. Yeah, it's true. It's true. You're missing out on an exclusive newsletter full of our favorite stuff, movie commentaries, TV talk, movie video reviews. I don't know. Do you want that from us? Video game talk. Everything that you're not hearing on this episode, you are getting there. And you're getting an exclusive VIP number to call in and get access directly to us to talk about whatever the hell you want us to yeah, talk about. Yeah, you have about. your own phone number. And also, sometimes I'll read you emails uh, <laughs> from my inbox that are really embarrassing that I would never share on the main feed. You know, you never know what you're going to get. So go to patreon.com slash whoweekly to access exclusive extra content or go to Apple Podcasts. I'm sorry, but some of us have really, really organized email inboxes, and I'm not letting your chaos get into the Who Weekly one <laughs> if I can prevent it. No, you have the best email system. I just I don't. have an amazing system. I never I'm at email I'm at inbox zero like 80% of the time. Like that's my to-do list. So your chaos like stresses me out. So I won't let it get never done that in my life. I <laughs> inbox zero? I, <laughs> I don't know her. I've never known her. Inbox ten thousand. Inbox I specifically turned off badges on all of my email and most of my things because, like, no, I don't need to know that. I don't understand how you live your life like that. I have my own system. What is your system? Never answering emails? Important unread. Uh, important. Everything else. Do you do that on Gmail? Important and unread. Important everything else. No, because I just read my emails. My important emails go to important. But how do you know emails are important or not important? It doesn't know. All I know is I'll be like, Bobby, did you see this email? And like, you'll be like, yeah. And I'll be like, did you read it? And you'll be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I went to our I went to our newsletters tab and I, <laughs> and I clicked on the funniest headline that I think Eva has ever written for her happily oh, yeah. ever after newsletter uh -huh. from an hour ago. Yeah. That, like, she's just so clueless. Romantic tops for date night. <laughs> Wait, that's so funny. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. You have to tweet that. <laughs> oh, my God. I love her. That's, like, beautiful. That's... <laughs> I'm I just, I like... I took a bite of something uh... and I shouldn't have. I'm saying howling. Wait, the kiss emoji is at the end. <laughs> Romantic tops for date night. <laughs> Honey. <laughs> Honey. <laughs> we. <laughs> okay. 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 That's so <sighs> funny. That's so Opens the newsletters. Funny. Like the first time I've opened this newsletter tab in forever. Because yeah, I look chaos. at. I look at Happily Ever After on my own time. On my own account. You know, like I forgot that we subscribe to it on Who. Like I do my own thing. Also, our newsletters tab is disgusting. <laughs> it's all Happily Ever After, Puck. Like that's the. Service right, 95. Like <laughs> <laughs> Mark Ronson on dealing with anxiety is the last issue of Service 95. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Service 95. Uh, 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 Go on. I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say without sounding. I've read some mm -hmm. interesting things in Service 95, but uh, mm -hmm. I'm like, uh, is multitasking a, a myth? Like, the what is the future of clubbing? Dua Lipa's Thanksgiving. As long as Dua is paying writers 
I know. Well, which I think we that she it. is. I think that she probably pays better than most publications. I, I'm just going to guess. And I, I think mean, okay. that's fair. Yeah. yeah. But I, no, I know. I'm You're also right. going to say, I'm not reading this. <laughs> but I'm also going to say, when I, see, when I see an email in my inbox that says, toxic positivity and its isolating effects dash monkey pox. Are we see? And then it cuts off. I'm not clicking that. <laughs> Are we see? Are we? I'm not clicking that. Are we seeing history repeat itself? Betty Gilpin on trying different identities. Uh, The tweet isn't doing well. Only four likes with 313 views. I said, howling. Romantic tops for date night. Maybe it wasn't the best tweet, but it did make me laugh. Okay. (laughs) No, it was hilarious. What are you talking about? That's hilarious. So 